Amen. Death is the golden key that opens the palace to eternity. John Milton. <laughs> Don't let go, Klesa Osherman. You know, he, he just kept telling me, and I'm, he's like, I'm going to unlock her today. And do not let go of where he has you right now because... He just want to unlock a dimension that we have yet seen when the human heart, her human heart, there's something going on. Now, I'm clear about this from the work because I was like, I, I don't understand. He's like, you'll see the golden key that's fashioned for, the golden key that's fashioned by God to open the palace of eternity, the palace of the interior castle of the human heart. Every one of us in here, every one of you, when you embrace your calling, each one of you are special, extremely special to the Lord. Every single one of you has to in some way allow the Lord to just come in to the deepest place. Some of us. The wound has fought him off so much. You get stimulated. The wound, it hurts. Do you know what I mean? The wound. And he's sharing with me, I'm going, I'm going to take away this wound. I'm going to take it all the way away. You know, when that thing hits you and it just deeply hurts you and it throws you back in reversion, you know what I'm saying? It tries to isolate you. Or get you into arrogance. That wound. The wound that where we fell. The Lord's come to relieve us. Restore himself in the place of the greatest woundedness of the human heart and the human spirit. The castle that has been closed off even from birth. That many of us could not even know about the interior castle. The Lord is gaining entrance. And you know what you're doing? You're allowing him to. It's what kept us. It's what's kept us from our authenticity. It's what kept us from full integrity. It's what kept us violated against other people and turned against others. But you, you are letting him come to the wound. And he's so gentle. And he's so loving. Death is the golden key. And they didn't love their lives even to the what? Death. It's the key that opens the palace to eternity. It's the sense of full vacancy, aloneness, left high and dry. And then the human spirit says, I'll have you or I'll have nothing. It's the complete vacancy. As much as we can apprehend or take in, and in that moment, in that moment of human vacancy, the Lord says, let me come in and let me unlock you by love.
it's happening to you, and I know this from the Lord. I know this because it, it happens in my family. But something keeps trying to come and to assault the wound. But I tell you the truth, there's a people under the sound of my voice that are saying, I'll have Jesus or I'll have nothing. It was a darkness there when man fell and covered himself. There was a violence there when they put on the skins. Listen, there's a palace there that God wants to dwell in called your human soul that he created in fashion. Do not back off of giving him permission and access to that place. Do not back off because he will fill you with such utter love and such an expression that, that none of us can even comprehend and set up a dwelling place in the human heart where he, where he will find his abode and rest in you. Do not back off. He's in hot pursuit. It's the goodness of God, David said, that will overtake him. His mercy would run him down. That's what's happening to us. Literally, the goodness and the mercy of God is, the, they call him the hound of heaven is coming and is overtaking your soul. As he longs for this more than we do, but he's had to draw back because so many have been offended with him because he's so loving that he would cause us to appear to think that he is dark in his love. But if you give way to what appears to be the darkness, light will begin to shine. And in the illumination will come the fire of God that will burn in the human spirit. And you'll no longer be wet wood, but then you'll be wood that's dry. And then that wood will be consumed. And the very fire of God will take over. The very fire of the human fire of existence, the very flame of God's love that burn hot in the human heart. I woke up this morning, I, I told Carrie, I said, I can't take it. My mind is in such overload. I'm like incarnation, Trinitarian. I'm like, you ascended, you descended. I'm like all over the place. I cannot track all the concepts. And I said, God, I can't do it. I, I, my literally, my intelligence cannot handle this. It's just like, and I, and I was like, oh, oh, I can't. And then. I said, oh, this is what they mean when the fire comes. <laughs> this is what happens when the soul gets inflamed. It can't, it can't even comprehend the depths of the love of God. You can't, we, 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 there's no understanding hardly at all. There's no intellectual postulate when the flame of fire of God begins to burn on the human spirit. Oh, let that fire come. Let a living flame come on us and burn so hot. What? Oh. 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 Yeah.
image of my idol I lay down
Would you just close your eyes and ask the Lord to give you a vision of the Lord? Um, I want to encourage you that, of course, you all know this is not your normal traditional church. But actually, in the original, in the first century, the, all the apostles and people came together to actually experience God. God wanted to meet with his family. And that's what happened. Now, we've gotten a long ways from that in many ways. But as you can tell, this is one of those bodies that really wants God and wants to experience him. And that's why I love Carol and what God's doing with him. So don't let this cause you to fear in any way because remember the Apostle John, when he turned around and saw the voice that was speaking to him in Revelation, he actually hit the ground and didn't have breath to speak. Moses did a similar thing. Joshua had to take his shoes off. When God comes, it manifests in our physical body. And, of course, we kind of know that, but not many of us maybe have experienced it or maybe haven't observed it. But when you cultivate an environment where God comes, there's so much that you can receive from Him because it is God's Spirit touching flesh. And when God touches matter, things change. You don't think the same way you used to think. You don't act the same way you used to act. Somehow your body gets healed. Somehow all these things start happening because you and I begin to agree with God because he touched us. And so really Carol is experiencing God in such a deep way. And we should be excited that we have a, a pastor who and a minister who is willing to let God touch him because then God can touch you as well. And I think that, to me, that's one of the focuses of this place is that God's about to do a work and through a people that will be wholly committed to him. So Lord, I pray that you will release that spirit of revelation over all of us. And would you reveal yourself to us in in the best way that each of us can receive it, O oh Lord. Because God, you are the King of kings. You are the Lord of lords. And you are the God of gods. And you are getting ready to move in an awakening and in the power of God that flows from heaven, from the throne of God, in this river of life that is teeming. So much life is there. Wherever this river goes, life goes. And Lord, there is trees of life along this road and, the, and the, the leaves are for the healing of the nations. And I just see it coming and pouring over this place and over each one of you. God has something and he's going to release it to you. So Lord, we agree. Do we agree? Lord, we agree for God to touch Carol and to him to release the wisdom that God gives him. Lord, we agree that we want to see you, Lord God, in a fresh and new way, maybe in a way that we've never seen you before. And God, we agree that when it's over, we want to walk different in this world because we are your sons and daughters and we represent you. So we give you glory and honor for this time. So come.
Jesus' name.
Lamb of God takes away the sins of the world. Great reward. The bell is really ringing. day nor night there for he is the light no more left and right there for he is light unlike the moon and the stars he's light unlike the sun he's light unlike the darkness the day is dawning light is coming out of the murky place and the day dawns the morning star 
morning star rises. trying to be weird or anything. Oh, you, oh, Lord. Thank you. Yeah. He's so good. He's so filled with love. Lord, I mean, wow, love like, yeah, blessed as you give. Blessed as you give.
there is a place um, um, that you can step into um, in this. And uh, yeah, I, I saw it. And you can you can come into this. Um, and what I'm what what we're gonna do is, um, I want you to come forward and and uh, the elements. Um, yeah, and then we'll, we'll come together. child has gone into exile but I will go I will make a way home and I will bleed like the enemy in the dark in the shadows lie so much to give today and I was sharing with Kara before we got into this event that I was like 
I literally could preach straight for 12 hours, and I would not even get warmed up. But when I when you got in here, I don't know if you've heard of Virgin Galactic. Anybody heard of this? It's it's a they're they're going to be doing commercial space flight, and um, it just pops up on my phone. It says Virgin Galactic Unity 22. And, of course, it takes me to the 22 letters of the Hebrew. But I, I, Steve, he just brought this forward, and, and it goes along with, I believe, what's happening. It's Revelation 22. Then the angel showed me, a, first verse, a river of living water. Its water is clear as crystal pouring out from the throne of God and the Lamb. Flowing down into the middle of the city's main street. This is a vision of, of John at the end of Revelation. If you want to set a vision, if we want to set a vision, let it be this. Let this be our vision. I mean, it's Jesus. Vision Jesus, Jesus. But out of this throne of God, the place where we embrace his sovereign right to govern, but we agree with him in our own personal life. It flowed down the city's main street. This is going to happen in this city. You're going to see people dance in these streets. When the great king comes down this is our vision that, that he would be that he would receive his inheritance he's our vision and he would receive his inheritance is our mission this is make it easy he says um listen to this down the main street will flow this river what i began to see this morning was the opening i've never seen that much light ever but the opening of light the cracking into the most holy place. It's the place and they said that the priests cannot even stand a minister in their offices anymore. Peter called it the day dawning until the morning star rises in our hearts. And each on each side of this is a tree of life producing 12 kinds of fruit, yielding its fruit every month and year. Hear me. Hear me. Twelve types of fruit in the month of the every month of the year. Its leaves, what? The great healing for the nations. God's gonna bring forth a healing that's gonna touch the human heart like un, unlike anything we've ever seen. He's gonna awaken the human heart with a healing. And you will taste the fruit of God. 12 different aspects of his apostolic gospel. You will eat from this throne, from the life of God out of yourself. And there will no longer be any curse. Yes, God would choose to do this in a, a city that was cursed, that was accursed to people. Yes, he would raise up something to his own, for his own namesake in a city where epitomized by ashes. Yes, he would cause something to rise. No, no, no more curse. 
and the throne of God and the Lamb will be in this city. I told this story. Kurt Bennett told me, 1982, Jerry, a prophet, came to him and says, one day the Lord will put his footstool down in Asheville, North Carolina. So one day the very throne of God, the very footstool of God at the throne will set his feet down in this city, the government of God. And he will flow from this city and his servants will worship him. I mean, ecstatic worship. And they will see his face. And his name will be marked on their foreheads. And I, and I saw this today, I know nothing of what I'm talking about. I know nothing. But he says, night will be no more. And there will be no need of light. You won't even need a lamp anymore. You won't be singing, give me oil in my lamp anymore. I don't want to hear that song anyways. I don't like it. But, but anyways. Or the light of the sun. Think of this. Because the Lord, God, will shine on them. This is what I say. The Lord, I, I wanted to preach this today, but let life preach. The morning star, the explosion of light giving forth out of the bride in this last hour. And the Lord will bring eternal rain into the human heart that will never ever dismiss him again. The eternity of God coming into the natural dimension of time of men where we forget time because the eternal triune Godhead is in us and his life is in us and his love is radiating out of us. I saw them, I saw them going down to the throne. I saw them dressed in white. But I saw a company, actually I saw my wife she was at the throne of God, the very throne of God that went in a circle and it went up and it was all light and the Father was on his throne. And I saw and beheld a being like I've never beheld. The only way I know how to describe her was that she was complete light and out of her face shone light and in her face was purple and blue and her emotions would flash through her body. And I never seen a being that beautiful in my life. Because, listen, there are different stars that differ in glory. There is a glorified body that is coming. Every time you say yes to the Lord in love, even privately, nobody knows, you are basically partnering with him for the upgrade of the human body that will become light. Listen, don't just be clothed in white, become the light. Listen, there's a whole company of people going to the throne. They're, they're the Lord's. They're justified. I saw them. And they're clothed in white. But you can be light as he is light because you'll be able to uh, work with him because of the light that's in you will work with the light that's in him. They, they were as far as I could see down to the throne. The, the ones clothed in light. This glorification of man, this end time move. Every time the wound or every time the pain hits, every time 
every time we're and we're gonna do it right here every time every time that I agree with the Lord in his body every time I say I'll take your brokenness over my own life every time that I snap inside every time that I'm broken with him every single time you see what these elements are the beauty of the body of the Lord I, I, I'm wrong I, I, I don't have words for this well, we do our best with the language we've been given but he was broken for us and yet we agree with him that we will be broken with him that we enter into the fellowship of his suffering You see, there's something about us that we have to say yes to death and burial. And and we're going to say yes to resurrection and ascension. But we must say yes to his broken body. And I'm not going to draw back. And he said, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. ingest your mentality Lord we ingest your framework God the path the fellowship of a company that fellowships that comes into the realm of the king the fellowships and the suffering that doesn't draw back in the midst of suffering and hardship when you've called us to something or that we enter into the fellowship The fellowship of an order called Melchizedek. An order by right that you've paid for. An order that every time we engage in your brokenness, another restoration comes. Because you wouldn't leave us in death and burial. There's a resurrection. There's a resurrection right now. It's not just historical. It's not just experiential. It's not experimental. It's, he is real. Seated at the right hand of the Lord. The Father said, uh, this is my body. This is my blood, which is poured out for you in the new covenant. Do this in remembrance of me. says I'll take the power of resurrection I'm not just coming into a fellowship of suffering where there's no power to raise the dead and every vacancy and every hardship and everything Lord we know on the other side of this stands a resurrection the resurrection is not a theoretical doctrine the resurrection is real right now in our lives. Hey, stand with me. Stand with stand up. Stand up with me. Thank the Lord with me. 
with uplifted hands thank the Lord just thank him yes I'm grateful Lord I'll magnify you Lord he said come magnify the Lord with me I magnify your name I give all the glory and all the honor that you're due. For your name is great to be praised. Glorious are you, Lord. Great are you, Lord. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine upon you and give you peace. Amen.